Yeah. Hello. Hi, everyone. Oh, my goodness. I'm so happy to be back here with Luan Chan. Yay. I'm Mei Vu Coach, or in Vietnamese, my name is Chi Mai Khoi. Go Mai Khoi. I hate that I'm at an age where I'm now Go Mai Khoi. Anyway, and my uh, compadre, clear across the world. I love the black and white of us. I'm like night in California and you are day in Vietnam, Ho Chi Minh City. Yes. Yay. Ah, so we are here on this most delicious conversation for leadership, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Dun, dun, dun. Um, around this most important conversation, very sensitive conversation called casual sexism. <laughs> Jump in, honey. What do you have to say about this topic? <laughs> uh, thank you, Chip uh, Michael, and hello, everyone. Um, so casual sexism is very new to me. I have never heard it uh, about it before. Uh, is, is that strange? I don't know. Uh, but it's very interesting and actually a topic that now I have become really like interested in this topic and something that I really care about and I want to speak about it more and I think we should talk about it more. So I think this is a perfect, uh, you know, uh, opportunity for us to start with this topic and share and I hope that there are uh, people asking questions and sharing uh, their experiences too today. So also I can learn more. Um, I grew up in Denmark and been living in Asia, uh, specifically Vietnam and Cambodia the past almost eight years now. So some of the things when I talk, uh, when I have learned about it on internet about casual sexism, I'm thinking, oh, I thought it was a cultural thing. So I didn't really like notice that that was something like, you know, so I have do you a mean few. A cultural thing. What do you mean by that? I mean, just a cultural thing, like, like uh, it's only happened in America or like, yeah, countries? yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I'm very curious and, and my call, you have worked with, you know, uh, so many clients, is it over 2,500 clients and many <laughs> yes. women and men also. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think, uh, because you, also work with uh you know relationships and very much uh expert in in understanding people and women and men so um i think today i'm gonna learn i'm sure i'm gonna learn a lot of things and i have a few questions some cases where i'm not very sure if it's if this is casual sexism so i want to ask you about it cool so let's start let's let's i, I can't wait to dive in but let's start with the word, the term casual sexism, because the term itself is new to me also. I'm like, oh, that's a very fancy term to describe yeah. what's <laughs> happening, right? There, I've heard of sexism and I've experienced that happen to me. And then there's the casual. So it's implied that that the, the, the level of, of being um discriminated against or separated mm. or you know put down because of your sex 
because of who you are, because of you being a woman or a man or uh, a transgender or, you know, there's so much now. There's so much differences now. Um, yeah. But it's casual. It's subtle. It's not overt. That's the toxicity in it. That's the the poison in it that, that kind of can drive you crazy because you're like, is it me or is it them? <laughs> is it me or is it really happening? Right. And so you, it could be happening to you and then you're doubting yourself at the same time. So it's, yeah. it makes it even more painful because you go home and you're like, Oh, I'm going crazy thinking about this. Yeah. All right. And yeah. And when you say that, I can totally relate. I think I've been, you know, because I have worked with um, in management for also almost eight years and many, many times I'm like, is it me? Am I just being a little bit too sensitive or, you know, or maybe this is a no big deal. Right. But I'm still like questioning this. And who should I go talk to? Like, can I look it up? <laughs> you know? So, yeah. Um, and you can't talk about this really because if you talk to HR, then it becomes a big deal. Then, then you're actually mm -hmm. the one that caused this, which you're not, you know, it's kind of like a rape victim. It's like you go and you tell someone and, and you're being put on the, on questioning and all that stuff. And if you don't say anything, it continues to happen. And then your confidence erodes your, oh, it just, it gets very awful, awful. Anyway. Mm. All right, shall we get more specific? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna share the first case with you. Okay. Yeah. So I've heard from this, um, the uh, uh, a very dear friend of mine, she, uh, before she uh, entered this board organization, uh, one of the board members asked her and invited her to join the board. And she was very excited and she asked uh, him this man, um, so why do you want me to join uh, your board? And the response she got uh, goes like this, uh, we are only men in our board. And then she said something more, I don't know exactly the wording, maybe it's you know a bit different, but it's something like, we are under you know represented you know in terms of gender so we just need you know a woman to be represented so it's like so we can look like we are caring about equality oh, right? that's not casual that's like upfront sexism that's all right and she is a very successful uh you know ceo of a company and managing like over 200 people or you know leading yeah. 200 people and I'm like wow that's like that's the reason why they want her to give her like in your face like that you know just because you're a woman we just need a woman you know to join our board you know you're not mentioning well because you have this you know uh expertise or skills or competences we really want you you know you will right. be a good you know contribution or you know but yeah. no that that wasn't the case 
So yeah. what do you think? Oh my gosh. Well, like I said, that's like an uh, in front of your face sexism. Um, I, I have one that's just happened very similar to that. Um, <laughs> I have a client that she's a successful entrepreneur. She already built a company and, um, and now she's move on to bigger positions and all that stuff. So she was sitting at, at a, a board meeting then <laughs> with some founders and, and, and she has a male partner. And of course, you know, they're talking and then finally this one, um, important client, you know, sit there and look at her and say something very dismissive, like, who is this woman? And what is her name? And what does she do here? And she runs the show. And this guy asked that question. And it was, my client was just flabbergasted. <laughs> I was just like, and what's fascinating is that she posted on Facebook and so many people came out and shared their own stories of being, um, having that, that and so much more done to them all the time. And mm. it happens all the time. It, even like the last time I was in Vietnam uh, in 2019, before we all all shut locked down and separated, um, I went to a meeting with my colleagues and it's funny because in our history, I'm his trainer, <laughs> but we were sitting at a meeting with, with a bunch of men and they only talked to him. They didn't even look at me. I'm like the secretary and I, I'm like, okay, <laughs> I'll play the role of the secretary today. <laughs> so yeah, it happens daily. And to the best your exact. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, that happens to me as well. And and this, I think this is where I thought uh, back then that maybe it's a cultural thing, you know, uh, when I mentioned that earlier in our conversation. So um, last year, uh, one of my friends, he's a business owner, and he asked me like, hey, Lon, let's do, you know, there's this small business opportunity that you might be interested in because it's about, you know, sustainable. Uh, it's sustainable products, sustainability, and blah, 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 blah. and it's Vietnamese products. So I'm like, yeah, let me look into that. It sounds interesting. Uh, I want to support the local, you know, manufacturers, producers here. And so we met up with, uh, but it it was actually a Korean company um, using Vietnamese products uh, sourcing, Ooh, right? There's so, a lot so of we that, met, that too. Uh, so, so we met with this uh, Korean guy, uh, the owner of this company, and he's, yeah. Anyway, uh, I was there and we introduced each other. He only looked at my friend, you know, the whole time. And when I introduced myself, he still not did, he still did not look at me or anything. And every time he asked questions, never looked at me, only at my friend. And also when I, you know, then contributed, I shared some things, I asked questions didn't look at me. I was like, is it a, co a Korean thing or is it just, you know, because again, this question, is it me or what? Right. No, so it's not you. It's like, them. <laughs> it is real. This stuff is real. People are dismissing us or, 
you know, these situations. I mean, it could be, it also could happen at a restaurant. You know, I would, I would go out to eat with say my boy, my, my sweetheart. He's way, we're way too old to call boyfriend, my sweetheart. And he's a <laughs> older white man and I'm an Asian woman. And so often people would just look at him and not talk to me. And it's like, hello. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's me too. Uh oh, I lost her. Come back. All right. Hello. <laughs> I thought I lost you. For me? I sorry. I just yeah. got a call. So yeah. I know these crazy things. Can you hear okay. me? Yes. What about the second scenario? The second scenario. Uh, let's see. Oh yeah, this was. Internet. Hello, Jake. Are you? Okay. Um, yeah. Second scenario. Oh no, I lost. Uh... We can hear you. Hello. Come here, I can then. hear you. I can hear you. How about now? Come back. Sorry about that. We're having a little bit of technical difficulties. Here she comes. Uh oh. Yeah, I lost uh, this. Can you hear me now? Nope. What is happening? I can hear you. La la la. Can you hear me? Can you still oh, hear me, Jane? Yes. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, can I try to log out and then go? Yes. Okay. So it's just me now. And we'll talk about casual sexism. It actually started by, um, there's, a, there's a really great series called Mrs. America. I don't know if you guys can access it it's on hulu uh and another movie called bombshell which is the story of this um female broadcaster for a, a very big um uh news a, a very big media company in the united states called fox news and she she had to turn um the CEO in because of the blatant sexism and it can be downright detrimental. Can you hear me now, honey? Yes, 
Sorry, I don't know what happened. That's Can okay. Yes. Is I my sound you. okay? Yep. Okay. Great. You're good. Tell us the second yeah. scenario. The second scenario. Yeah, it just happened. Um, I, yeah, let me ask you, is this casual sexism? I'm not sure. So, um, you know, so often I have reflected back and I've just seen like so many cases now and it's been a normal, like maybe a habit. Maybe we don't even know this. It's subconscious. Uh, but when we introduce women, usually uh, it actually this happened just yesterday, right? So my co-host, uh, we are recording for... Um, uh, TV show called Get Hired, and mm -hmm. uh, my co-host, a very young, um, talented, smart uh, woman, she uh, introduced. We were rehearsing, and she introduced the, our special guests, uh, very successful uh, HR people, directors, and she was like, "Yeah, and uh, we would like to introduce our uh, two very beautiful women." Um, and I told her like. How please, if you want to mention something about their appearances, that should be the last thing. Please mention something like successful or smart or talented, something you know. It's also something since I think maybe since I learned about the casual sexism, like, and then I also started to become more sensitive, right? I noticed it actually back then. Now I reflect back, like when people introduce me and they use you know words like oh this is uh our beautiful uh general manager or something i'm like no i feel uncomfortable say something mm -hmm. else how would you introduce a male general manager right so they would use this, other words this is my cute pie ceo <laughs> <laughs> no right so you know, our handsome ceo <laughs> So yeah, I don't know. I'm, I've been asking myself, is it me? Am I being too sensitive? I don't want to be introduced as the pretty, the pretty general manager, or you know, you know, the cutie. Or, but you know, that you will never say that. You know about yeah, this is a very handsome general manager or something, right? Um, so well, okay, this is a good one. I, I this one this one is is a tough one because. Uh, you, we have to look at both sides on this one. Now, I, whew, this one is so good. Um, here's the thing, being a woman, our beauty is our power. Our beauty moves the whole world and can open hearts, can really do so much with just our beauty and our grace. Right, so to be seen as and to be acknowledged as beautiful, I think it's really good. However, where society is right now, it's a very touchy thing to be to say that from from both sides, actually. Right, so from the manager's side, she could feel insecure. She could be like, "What?" just my beauty and not my smart you know there's a there's a constant arguing what about my smart what about my work okay you're not seeing that so that caused that sensitivity and at the same time 
the person who delivered it could also box you in that pretty box also. In other words, to say she's beautiful could imply or could put a box around us. So so it's such a, a tough one because I would hate for us women to disregard, disown, disrespect our own beauty because that's an important aspect of ourselves. Um, now, when we say to the man, our counterpart, you know, here's our handsome CEO, everybody's happy. He's all like, yeah, now he's getting even more, you know, bigger. But for some reason with us, when we are saying, here's our beautiful CEO, we get kind of like, what, don't you see other things about me than just my beauty and my boobs and my hair? You know, like we, we, we have that argument. So I yeah. totally get the complexity of this one. And I think, I think fast forward, like we'll, before we end, we, we will talk about, well, how do we count this? How do we, knowing that this exists, how do we deal with this, right? So let's, let's do the third scenario and then we'll, we'll do the, how do we counter it? Okay. Okay. Does that, yeah. Did I answer? Is that a good answer on that? Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, I think you, it's very interesting also to learn that, yeah, uh, right, we what did you say? We should not disrespect uh, our beauty and yeah, we, you know, yeah. So I, I agree with you. Um, but yeah, I, I, am, I am sensitive, you know, to that. I just don't like to be that, yeah, this pretty beautiful general manager, you know, they can mention that, but as the last thing they say, you know, if they say something else first, it's nice. That's also what I said to to my wonderful um, co-host yesterday. Okay, save the the beautiful one as the last thing in your description. <laughs> yeah. You know? So yes, they are beautiful, no doubt about that. Um, but don't please don't mention that as the first thing. Just also like on on Women's National Women's Day day, I also saw um, a video where uh, about Lego, where these you know very creative, small, young. Uh, cute girls, they were playing with Lego and building and being creative, you know, and it was a beautiful, very short video, but very beautiful. So I think, yes, from, from, from you know, young, small uh, girls, they were being told from very, you know, uh, young age, oh, she's so pretty, she's so beautiful. And then the guys, the, the boys, oh, you're so smart, you're so strong, you're so eh, you know, so those i have like discovered yeah i see you know we were like taught and shaped from very young age that we just need to look cute and beautiful um but we also need the other side to be told that we are smart and we are funny and we are talented and all of that right so um i have become like more sensitive you know over the years yeah, to, to some of those things. Uh, so, anyways, well, and, uh, you and, and there's, there's one more thing about that too is, you know, like you want them to put the beauty behind the other stuff. The yeah. problem is your beauty leads. Your beauty is the first thing that we see and are moved by, right? So I think there's something really important about this is 
our beauty move people's heart, inspire them to want to be around them. So there's nothing wrong with beauty leave, right? Like, but I think a lot of times women have a hard time with our own beauty and we don't want that to be, we want to be known and seen as beautiful, but then when it's pointed out, we get embarrassed, we get shame, or it somehow it stir up the, I'm not good enough, instead of, ooh, I'm beautiful and powerful, and let me start there. And then, now, watch this. Here comes my smart coming in, and my wisdom, and my power. Bam, right? So, mm. I, I think we want them to leave us with, oh, she's smart and she's powerful and then, and then she's beautiful too. But that's not how we come across in the world. We we show up, I mean, look at you, honey. You look so beautiful. That's the first thing that I see every single time I see you. It's like, she's so beautiful and so elegant and so graceful and so smart and so competent. And look at all the things she does, right? So this, these are the things that, that the impact that you have on me um, and on the world, I think. It's okay to live with yeah. beauty, honey. I think, yeah, what you say is, is important. And I think, yeah, we, a lot of women need to own that more. Uh, and yeah, I, I think there's something about it, you know, that we just want to prove that we are good enough, you know, so that's why this sensitivity comes up. Like, I just don't want to be pretty. I want to be smart and talented and, you know, uh, so, okay, you are. Yeah, I, I'm inspired, um, but I, I'm still sensitive, and I so yeah. I see especially here in Asia, right, with all of these, you know, cosmetic surgery and people just look, you know, it's appearance is so important, and I have seen, you know, working in different um, corporate here, HR putting in there, you know, when they look for people, one of the first criteria you know, good looking. And I'm so like, why? <laughs> you know, casual, you know I grew up not so casual sexism. <laughs> good looking. You don't have to be good looking. <laughs> not so casual, not so casual not sexism. So casual. And I remember I went straight to my boss. I'm like, what is this? Uh, is this how we want to, you know, um, be yeah. as a company and, and like all about, you know, only recruit good looking people. So growing up in Denmark, where, you know, equality is one of the most important values, right? You know, you'll get so much in trouble for this discrimination. Um, so yeah, I'm a bit sensitive also, maybe because I grew up in Denmark with this, you know, people. Are I have super... something to say about Denmark people. Also, <laughs> <Okay>. hang on. <laughs> so I had such an honor to have uh, been to Sweden and doing a lot of coaching for Swedish women. Um, uh, and what I learned to my surprise was the, one of the outcomes that my clients complained about was that their culture is so equal that their femininity is not even being seen. So they feel like cardboard <laughs> they're like people don't see me my sensuality like you know they go to a latin american country or something like that that are much more you know um yeah 
yes. mach, mach, machismo and much more uh, in your face uh, about yeah. sexism. That there's a problem there too, but uh, in the Nordic country, it's not free of this problem. They go so much overboard that then the women feel very masculine and they yeah. can't find their feminine. They can't find their beauty. That's the crazy part, right? So then there is a cost to that also. Yeah, yeah. I do see that the, you know, what is it called? The, the pros and cons of both sides, you know? So yeah, it's tricky, huh? <laughs> it is, it's a very, and poor men, right? I mean, like men are built now, I'm going to generalize and then there's also the problem with men but men are built loving women as is they just adore the heck out of us and they love our beauty so they want to they're attracted to our beauty we're like you know the the honey and they're like the bees and so they come in and it's like oh yeah the first thing i see is beauty i want to be around this beauty because it elevates me and then we're all offended by that and we smack them for it <laughs> and they're like i am so confused and then it, anyway so it is a very complicated thing now that's normal generalization and then there's also men who are in their power and abuse and take advantage of women and do all that stuff that's upfront yeah. downright sexism horrible stuff i'm not condoning any of that i'm just saying how can we own our own beauty and our power and our smarts and it's okay to lead with our beauty knowing that some men or some people will abuse that or step over the line and we'll have to redirect them or smack them <laughs> for it right and so um so yes, it is complicated. It's not an easy answer. But if you feel it, it probably is true. So don't discount it. Mm. Yeah. With your um, sharing just now, it makes me think about something. I've been asking myself uh, this question, why are there so many men from the West? I think I, I used to ask a couple of friends actually, why so many men divorced or choose to get a divorce uh, from their um, Western wives and then they travel to Asia, right? To Thailand yeah. or Vietnam or other countries to find yeah. a, um, a wife. And then um, now that you say that, and I, I think one or two friends used to tell me that, yeah, the Asian women are just much more feminine. And so, you know, like what you share right now, like compared to like the Nordic countries where they're just very like, not very masculine, but yeah, maybe what you said, said maybe less like um, feminine or owning their beauty or all of that, you know, the, yeah. I'm yeah, just thinking I, there. Right. Well, I, 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 I marry a white man and I date mostly white men. So I, I'm familiar with that also. And I do see that it's like the white men will procre will procreate. They will have babies with a white partner to further the race. 
that once that job is done, it's so subconscious. It's not, it's not like, this is my plan, you know, but it's very unconsciously done. But once they're done with that, the, the white, they just lose so much interest. And for some reason, like the Asian women have more colors. I don't know how to describe it. More colors, more just exotic, I guess. And so there, and oh, there's that's a whole new conversation. Let's let's do that one <laughs> another okay. time. Okay. Yeah. You know why Definitely. why why do white white men uh, go to? Yeah. Anyway, what do they call that? Asian fever or something like that? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Yellow fever? No. Yellow fever. No. <laughs> Yellow fever. Yeah. That's another conversation. <laughs> okay. Last scenario. Uh, last scenario. Actually, uh, this is related to the previous one, and I was again in this. I made a mistake. I I thought like in the second I introduced uh, one of my um, um, business partners. And uh, I met his wife for the first time, uh, but I used to see her photos before, so I knew that it was his. Um, it's his wife. Uh, so I was like, "Oh, and welcome! Good to see you, Martin's wife, uh, Martin's beautiful wife." And you know, then he said, "Yeah, she's not only my wife, but she's also uh, the managing director uh, of our company." And then I was like, "Oh shit!" Then. I should have introduced her. This is the you know you know successful managing director of Funamix, uh, and she also happened to be Martin's beautiful wife. So I was like, after I introduced, I'm like, uh, no, 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 that was that was wrong. I should have you know, yeah, you know, introduced her differently. So I was like, is this sexism? Hmm. Is it? Why? I have you know just always yeah. like. Oh, that's so good. I mean, it's so good to see our own unconscious casual sexism, right? I mean, we all do it. It's not just one, it's not being done to us. We do it all the time from the slightest look of any woman. They do whatever that we don't like or we judge them. That's casual sexism, right? Why would we judge them for that or or how we introduce each other and what's important to us and and what our assumptions are and that kind of stuff, right? It's so hard. Um, yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> and did you recover? Did you, did they? Did you? How did you recover with her? Uh, well, I think in the minute I managed to introduce her, like, like as the managing director of the company, you know. Yeah. So. I was happy that, okay, um, but I did learn from that. Okay, next time I need to do a little bit more. But actually, I did not know she would join the meeting. Otherwise, then I would do a little right. bit more research about, you know. Yeah. Uh, so it was very spontaneous. She just hopped on and, yeah. But uh, yeah. definitely, I, I think I'm being more aware of these things nowadays. And I'm very happy about it, you know, to be more aware. Um, yeah. Yeah. And also, uh, I had this conversation with a friend about, you know, who buys the coffee. Usually, in my experience, it's always uh, the female 
uh, colleagues who buy the coffee for the office or the ones who are taking the, you know, um, minutes the order. meeting and yeah, yeah, right. you know, take notes and all of that. I'm like, why? Because you why have better handwriting. Said, oh, maybe because if you you buying many different kind of coffee for all of these people, women just are better at remembering the different kinds of coffee. Right. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> Is it because they are trained to do that? They are so experienced, and we don't give the men a chance to do that. Also, then maybe they also will become better you know at that those kind of things yeah. or or what? well you know and, and it's kind of also it co comes very much in our dna too though a lot of times this is again generalizing not a hundred percent but in general you know women are trained to be more service taking care of everybody and we have an extra lake on the chromosome for caring and remembering so it, it's kind of like we're built that way and 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 men have been sheltered from doing those kinds of jobs we don't expect them to do it we don't ask them to do it and then we are so quick to do it and then they don't even get a chance in there and then they get used to it and then we train them to treat us like their servant so it's like a loop a big old loop right but yeah. but on the other hand arguing about it making listen you know that doesn't work either so it's just really complicated about how do we how do we share this and how do we coexist and partner with each other and respect i guess if there's respect there it doesn't matter who is bringing the coffee all the time right i mean if if you respect me i can bring you as many coffees as you want and we're still good, but if you don't respect me, it shows. Yeah, it's so true. Uh, what you say here, key respect. Um, yeah, respect, and also, I think, I think women can need to also learn in that scenario. I think we also need to learn to gently push back, gently take on other roles, like. You know, if they say, why don't you take notes, you have better handwriting. <laughs> and you can just say, that's all right. We don't need handwriting. Thank God we have laptops today. Or we could say, or we could say, I am a good note taker. And today I would like not to do that. Right? I would like someone else to take that role. I think part of it is, yes, it's definitely dished out onto us all the time. And it's up to us to be so grounded in our 
power, in our wisdom, in our knowing of ourselves, that when it does, we can easily step aside and let it go slide instead of take it on and be a victim of it, right? That we need to practice saying, yes, thank you for recognizing that I'm a good note that girl, and today I would like not to do that. No excuses, no reason why. It's just that I don't want to do that today. Mm. And pass it on to someone else and let someone else have that role. I think part of the problem is we we disempower ourselves and we don't give ourselves voice to be able to say things like that. And then it keeps escalating. And yes, um, this world, I, I really could say no matter what country you're in, it still has a lot of subtle <laughs> prejudice, subtle casual sexism toward women and toward differences, toward men, toward races. I mean, we're still learning to just be with other humans. It's so sad that we haven't <laughs> learned this lesson yet. <laughs> like, why is it so hard to respect and love people? Come on now, <laughs> let's get it together. Mm, yeah. Uh, but definitely, don't you agree that we should, you know, talk about these things more so we get out of, you know, that, you know, old habits. And it's, I think, like you said, right, it's very right. It's also very powerful, especially for women. Thank you for recognizing I'm a good note taker. But today, I'll like not to, right? I think, yeah. But yeah. when people are not aware of that, they will still just, you know, do that all the time. Like, because, oh, it's, that's just... Uh, that's just my responsibility or just my role that I need to do that. Oh yeah, I'm the only woman here in the room. Of course, I'm the one taking minutes, you know, like these kind of things. Yeah. So. And I think also I am pitching that we, we accept the fact that we're beautiful and it's okay. Let it be okay that that is what people see the first thing and that's what the first thing they react to is our beauty. And then, we continue to show up and speak up and it's a nice fun delight and surprise right yes i i agree with you that we need to yes um i will do this affirmation like i'm beautiful i love my life you know i love myself it's okay to be beautiful it's okay to yeah. lead by your beautiful power like again we i think it's important for women to own our beauty and know that that is one of our power and use it wisely and use it wisely yep okay <laughs> yeah just like you know the male hormone they use it the, they, they take advantage of it why why don't we take advantage of it and when we see women who take advantage of their own beauty, what do we do? We judge them. We go, why does she have to do that? Is she going to sleep her way up to the top? But I'm in a casual sexism toward our own kind. Right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sits in your power, my darling. <laughs> All right. Enough for today? Yeah, I think so. We were supposed to do 30 minutes. Now it's already almost 45 minutes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but thank you so much for having this playing here with me. I, um, it's, 
it's a it's a good beginning and hopefully as people watch this they can make comments and share their own stories of how this has happened and if you have a hard time uh, if you need some answer or something my goodness feel free to write to both of us and then ron and i will address it and 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 answer and give suggestion if that's helpful yes uh, thank you very much for hosting these uh i love all your topics they are always like super like hot <laughs> and juicy and controversial and sensitive i really love it thank you for being bold and brave and doing this yes we still have to do redo that trump show <laughs> leadership good good bad. oh we didn't tie that in today you know good bad or ugly it can be really good Sexism can be really good. Take advantage of it. It can be really bad and it can be really ugly. <laughs> I'll stop yes. tying that in. <laughs> yes, Have a can. wonderful day, my love. Enjoy it's your um, filming and and uh, work with your nonprofit. I look forward to seeing what what's coming out next. Thank you, Jamie, too. I'm looking forward to uh, not next Sunday, but maybe the following Sunday. Uh, yes, that's right. Yes. Take good care. Okay. Bye, bye. everyone.